Getting a new car is awesome, but the process, mm, not so much. That's why I created iDrive SoCal. I partner with transparent car dealers that I know and trust. So when you hear my podcasts, watch my videos, or read my articles, you can go directly to the source and feel comfortable buying or just shopping. Yes, the best deals and selection and customer service, of course, but the experience, pressure-free, enjoyable, and transparent, as it should be. Just tell them Tom from iDriveSoCal sent you, or email me for a personal introduction. Tom at iDriveSoCal.com. Now, on with the podcast. Welcome to I Drive SoCal, the podcast all about mobility from the automotive capital of the United States, Southern California. Tom Smith here. This podcast is a vehicle review, and I'm covering the 2023 Volkswagen Golf GTI. So the GTI for 23 is a bit of a carryover from 22 in that in 22, it was all new, received all new status. As manufacturers often do, a little update here and there, but then usually a little bit more rolled out in the overall vehicle lineup. And this year for the GTI, that little bit more rolled out is the 40th anniversary edition. Now that is a specific trim. We'll get to that in just a second. But before we do, I want to say thanks to my good friends at Ontario Volkswagen for all your Volkswagen needs. That's the place to go to buying, servicing, or just chatting about Volkswagen. The guys and girls at Ontario Volkswagen absolutely love their brand. They all drive it. They all live it. And they're happy to share their enthusiasm with you about it, even if it's just to answer some questions and chat with you about it. But by all means, if you're leasing or buying or servicing, go see my friends at Ontario Volkswagen in the Los Angeles suburb of Ontario, California. Now, my top three things for the 2023 Volkswagen Golf GTI are as follows. Number one is the drive. Number two is the value. Number three is the styling. So as I mentioned at the top, the 23 is a carryover of the all new which was in model year 22. And the 40th anniversary is really the big highlight for 23, along with a couple of other things. The LED headlights in fog lights, which are actually really cool. You got to look at the, at the posts on, on iDrive SoCal, the pictures, the fog lights that they have. It's a honeycomb grill, kind of sub fascia on the bottom of the grill. And then the fog lights on either side, the left and the right, are five different cells of the honeycomb. Looks very cool. Actually, it has a little bit of, a, of an EV look and feel, and Volkswagen's going pretty hard in the EVs with their recent rollout of the ID4, and then the down the road coming ID buzz. So it kind of gives a nod to that. Let's carry on with the trims 
and MSRPs for the 23 Golf GTI. So we have four trim configurations, starting off with the base model S, which is $30,180. Then we have the 40th anniversary edition. That bumps up to $33,055. The SE is $34,980. And then the Autobahn is $38,720. Regardless of the trim that you go with, you're going to get the same engine. And it is a quick four-cylinder inline, 2.0 liter, 16-valve turbocharged intercooled SI. And that puts out 241 horsepower, 273 pound-feet of torque. Now, the cool thing with the GTI for 23 is that you can get a manual transmission or go automatic. Now, manual is always my preference for a vehicle like the GTI, which is an enthusiast vehicle. It's the original hot hatch. It's a blast to drive. It looks sporty, but I also have always considered the GTI as kind of a wolf in sheep's clothing because it doesn't look like it can perform quite as well as it does. But nevertheless, if you're driving in Southern California traffic or if you're doing any kind of traffic on a daily commute, you might want to go with the automatic. You really can't go wrong with the automatic because you still get paddle shifters. It's plenty of fun with those, but I don't know. I really like manual trans. I really like shifting gears and and having that control. Even though computers can shift better than us, than us mere mortals, I still dig kicking the clutch and slapping the gears. I love the reference of, you know, hey, you want to drive automatic or you want to shake hands all day? I think that one's kind of funny. It's like, yeah, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? You're shaking hands all day and, and kicking all day if you're in traffic with a manual. But, you know, you can't go wrong either way. So the fuel economy, since you have really very little difference, a fuel economy is basically the same. With manual, you get 23 in the city, 32 in the highway for a combined 27. With automatic, you get 24 in the city, 34 in the highway for a combined 28. So fuel economy is right there. As far as what the GTI looks like, again, it was brand new in 22. It looks fantastic. I love the bold athletic styling. It's kind of has a little bit more athletic, kind of closer to the ground look. I don't think the ground clearance has changed much. Since the previous generation, you have a 4.7 inch ground clearance, but it has that kind of appearance with the new design. It looks beautiful. It looks like a fantastic, sporty little car as the Volkswagen GTI does. The curb weight, you're looking at 3,133 pounds for the manual trans. Automatic is 3,206 pounds. And then when you slide inside the GTI, it's unmistakably a Golf GTI. It has the optional Golf plaid that has been around forever. Of course, it's the 23 version of it. But then the 40th anniversary edition, this is one of the areas on the inside where you really feel it. The outside for the 40th anniversary, the only noticeable changes are 
You have decals. So you have a honeycomb decal on the kind of the rocker panels or close to the rocker panels, the bottom of the, the front doors on either side, honeycomb decaling as well as uh, 40s for the 40th anniversary. And then inside, you have a little clasp, a little badge at the bottom of the steering wheel that says 40. So little niceties. The interesting thing about the 40th anniversary trim also is that there's only going to be 1,500 of them for the United States. And there's only three different, originally four, but now just three different colors. They did away with the yellow that what they thought was going to be available. But there's a white, and I'm getting the name of the color, not quite white. There's a white, a red. And then my favorite is the Arano Gray. I really love the Arano Gray. They did that for the GTI a few years back, and it looked fantastic. These things also, you want to take into consideration if you're going to be buying the car, I think, because buying it, you're locked in for the duration, right? For for the life of the vehicle, in theory. But the idea of the 40th anniversary becomes a little bit more appealing there because of the limited supply. If you're buying it, if you're going to keep it long-term for the long-term resale value. The GTI overall always has a good resale value, but when you're considering a limited run trim, that's one more factor to kind of take into consideration. I breezed over the exterior dimensions, so let's let's jump back on those real quick. Wheelbase, you have 103.6 inches, length 168.8 inches, Height, 57.6, width, 70.4 inches. Track, 60.4 inches in the front. Rear is 59.6 inches. And I mentioned the ground clearance at 4.7 inches. Interior dimensions, plenty of headroom, front and back. You got to love that. 38.5 inches in the front, 38.1 inches in the back. Legroom, plenty in the front, 41.2. 35 in the back, hey, it's a compact car. Still 35 in the back is, is solid. And then hip room, 53.4 inches and 46.3 front and back. Shoulder room, 55.9 inches, 53.9 inches front and back. One other thing that I want to jump on regarding the trims for the Autobahn, which is at the top of the line, it has heated front seats and back seats, not the middle, but, but the two outside back seats and obviously the two front seats. But then also my favorite, my wife loves heated seats. I love ventilated seats. Autobahn, which is the top trim, has both heated and ventilated front seats. So I dig that. Now, infotainment and technology for the 2023 Volkswagen Golf GTI. Volkswagen's digital cockpit pro is standard across all trims, which you got to dig. And that is the technology which replaces your old school analog in-dash gauges with a, in this case, 10.5 inch screen that is completely customizable, completely, you can configure it however you like, and you can save those configurations, which is sweet. I love being able to put the navigation in the middle and minimizing my miles per hour. RPMs, I hardly use. I don't really use. I mean, maybe the GTI is an enthusiast vehicle, so maybe you take your GTI to the track. Maybe you want to you use the RPMs, but I don't personally use those so much, but that's me, Right. Um, if my wife did want to use the RPMs, which I laugh because my wife, <laughs> I don't even think she knows what an RPM is, but if she did want to use that, she could configure it as such and then save that profile and boom, click a button and be right there. So the Digital Cockpit Pro is really sweet in that it's completely configurable 
to the driver's preferences and then you can save the different profiles. The one thing about the center stack infotainment touchscreen is the base model S gets an 8.25 inch touchscreen on the center stack, whereas the S, E, and Autobahn bump up to the 10 inch. So you got a little bit bigger touchscreen on the center stack with those top trims. And that I dig for the inside. I, I like the little bit bigger touchscreen. But nevertheless, you have Digital Cockpit Pro across the gamut, no matter what trim you go with. Safety tech, you have, of course, the most in Autobahn. And that includes park steering assist, uh, which I wouldn't use, my wife would. Um, dynamic road sign display and a list of additional features, which you can check out on the website. So that brings me back to the top for my top three, the 2023 Volkswagen Golf GTI top three. Number one, the drive. It remains a driver's car. The enthusiasts always love it. And automotive journalists always love it. GTI is one of those vehicles that is well within the affordability range for any driver. And whenever I talk to another automotive journalist, the one vehicle that they almost always have in common when they have more than one vehicle in their garage is a GTI. Number two is the value. It's for the money. You really can't do better. There's, there's really nobody that delivers what the GTI does. And I didn't even talk about the fit and finish of the vehicle, both inside and out. And then number three is the styling. The 22 model year brought the styling, which really doesn't change much at all for 23, but it's beautiful. And then when you step up to the, the 40th anniversary edition, which actually is not the top trim. It's not even one of the top two trims, right? The Autobahn and the, and the SE are the top two. The 40th anniversary is between the S and the SE. But with the 40th anniversary, you get bigger wheels that look fantastic. You, you normally only get those on top trims, as well as those wheels are painted a gloss black with a really cool red pinstripe. So that wraps it up for the 23 Volkswagen Golf GTI. My thanks, as always, to my good friends at Ontario Volkswagen for all of your V-Dub needs. That is the place to go to in the Los Angeles suburb of Ontario, California. My thanks to you for tuning in. For iDrive SoCal, I'm Tom Smith. Look forward to talking with you again very soon. Howdy. Still here, huh? That's cool, but this one's pretty much done. But we have tons of additional content at our website, idrivesocal.com. If you're not listening from there already, you should definitely check it out. From there, you can subscribe to our newsletter, the podcast, or leave a note. And I'd love to hear from you too. Here's my email, tom at idrivesocal.com. That's tom, T-O-M, at idrive, the letter I, drive like drive a car, socal like southerncalifornia.com. Tom at idrivesocal.com. Thanks again for listening and please reach out with whatever's on your mind.